Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We talked about it yesterday, just that chip on your shoulder. Everyone talking about a neutral AFC championship game, not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you coming into this? You better send those refunds. <laughs> He's had the last laugh, Joe Burrow. Uh, what a performance it was this morning by the Bengals uh, defeating the Bills in Buffalo. Ben Graham joins us for Neds. Whatever you bet on, take it to the Neds level. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Uh, ben, good morning. We spoke last week. We, we thought, is it a worry the way the Bills played against the Dolphins? And it seemed like they, they sort of took that form into this match as well. Absolutely they did, but let's not take the credit away from the Cincinnati Bengals who played an extraordinary game against the Bills team. So yes, they've shown some vulnerabilities over the last month or so despite continuing to win, but they came to the fore today. They didn't necessarily turn the ball over as much as they have in their last three games, but they were inefficient on offense, couldn't run the football. Uh, they couldn't find their receivers as at will like they have before. Their defence, their defensive front couldn't get to Joe Burrow. We know that that offensive line of the Bengals has been a weak point for the last couple of years. They did improve on it in the off-season, but three new starters there today, given the injuries that they've got. They couldn't get to him. They couldn't lay a hand on him. Joe Burrow got the ball out of his hands as quick as I've seen, and they were able to establish the run game which has been one of their weaknesses all year. Joe Mixon had a great game over 100 yards and a touchdown. But statistically, Joe Burrow, it doesn't look like he's had an extraordinary game. But the way he was able to manage his way through that Bills defense, keep the drives alive, and it didn't matter if it was a touchdown or a field goal, to have a three-score advantage for most of the game was a great start, a great finish. And I tell you what, they're going to go to Kansas City with a whole heap of momentum as they did last year, the last two times they've met, both scores have been 27-24 between the Chiefs and the Bengals. The Bengals prevailing, and the one in the AFC Championship game last year went to overtime. So it's going to be a scintillating matchup, but there'll be a Patrick Mahomes watch all week yeah. with that high ankle sprain. I was going to ask you about that. Uh, that looked nasty. He came back on, but he certainly didn't look right. Uh, high ankle sprain's probably not horrendous, but... I mean, is there any doubt he'll get out there at all? Or even if he's far off 100%, he's going to get out there anyway? Well, we've seen with high ankle sprains before, and it's sort of a new terminology when it comes to injuries. Because they tape their boots onto their their uh, ankles, at times it's not just a rolled ankle. It's up sort of above the ankle, almost a lower leg. Where it's It's an injury that you see them in a boot for maybe two or three weeks and then a couple of weeks recovery. But it mustn't have been that bad for him. At the end of that half, he was so adamant that he wanted to get back out on the field. And credit to the training staff who said to Andy Reid, he's not going back on the field until we go in at halftime and assess him. So give him the pain medication and restrap him. He was proppy in the second half, but he did make an amazing throw for a touchdown to Marquez 
Valdez Scantling off one leg. I tell you, a 75% fit Patrick Mahomes is probably better than most quarterbacks in the NFL anyway. He'll, he says that he'll get to as close as 100% as possible, but there's no doubt that's going to be huge in terms of how this game plays out if he's not 100%. Just going back to the Bills, I mean, it's probably something we'll never know, but given all the emotion that's been at that franchise in the last few weeks off the back of Tamar Hamlin, do you think that's had an effect on the way they've finished the season? Uh, no, I don't, Jules. I, uh, being in an NFL locker room, the way you prepare for the for the games, I don't think that there would be an emotional hangover. I mean, what happened was over a month ago, they know he's in good hands and he's, he's recovering well. He was at the game today. Once that ball is snapped, I don't think that it has any effect. I, there has been signs before that. And you remember the start of that game that was postponed. The Bengals got off to a good a start as they did today. I, I think there's been some vulnerabilities with the Bills over the last month or so. And unfortunately, they came all out at the wrong time by facing a good team like the Bengals. This is a, you know, we talk about the Giants getting smacked by the Eagles yesterday, but we'll still call the Giants season a successful one given what was expected of them during the preseason. They win a playoff game. But for the Bills, having that sort of season, preseason Super Bowl favourites, to finish like that, now that's a disappointing season. Just on the Giants, you mentioned they were, you know, they were beaten comfortably yesterday by Philadelphia. Did the, did the size of that result surprise you, or, or did you always think the Eagles would win that game comfortably? No, I thought that they would win comfortably, but not that comprehensively. The Giants, after they rested their starters against the Eagles Week 18, which essentially gifted the Eagles the number one seed, and that was a close game, 22-16. But the game that they played back in week 14 where the Eagles won 48-22. That was the game that I looked at to try and understand the way the Eagles would go about this. And it played out very similar fashion. They ran the ball 268 yards and three touchdowns. Jalen Hurts did as he pleased. The defensive line of the Eagles got to Daniel Jones, sacked him five times, forced him into some errors. And as good as they were last week, the Giants, in beating the Vikings, they were... They were the Eagles forced them to be a poor football team, but again they weren't expected to make the playoffs. First time in seven years, Brian Dayball win coach of the year. They got lots to look forward to if they can get through this free agency window that they've got so many stars on their team embarking on free agency. But the Eagles having the number one um, the number one seed and the bye last week, they would have watched this 49ers outfit continue to roll. And everyone started to get on board. And all of a sudden, the 49ers became the best team in the NFC. And the Eagles just, I think, put pay to that or at least said, hey, don't forget about us. So if the Eagles, no matter who they play, this Cowboys and 49ers game looks locked at six all approaching half time. It's going to be what we're seeing in the AFC is the two best teams, Chiefs and the Bengals, and in the NFC, the Eagles and either the 49ers or the Cowboys is going to be a great showdown. Absolutely. You mentioned it's tight and it's tough. It's six or close to half time between the 49ers and the Cowboys. How's Brett Maher going at the moment for the Cowboys, do you think? Uh, kicking was off last week. He's had one charge down today, which, looking at it, was probably going to miss anyway. I mean, in a tight, low-scoring game, he, if he doesn't get it right, it's going to be costly. 
Very costly. Don't ever sleep on special teams, particularly in playoffs. We know last week he missed four extra points. Now, he could have been 100% during his entire year. So he's got some credits in the bank. I know the owner, Jerry Jones, says that your job is safe. Then it is probably safe, but for one week until you miss your next kick, which (laughs) I know this one was blocked. So he will get a pass for that. But I tell you what, if this game comes down to an extra point or a field goal and Brett Maher is lining up, it's going to be nervous times for the young man. I, I don't think you can make a change. You'd rather go with what you know in this situation. There's not just the kicker. There's the snap. There's the hold. But there's no doubt that the pressure is going to be on Brett Maher if he gets another opportunity, which he will in this game against the 49ers. So is there room for them to make a change? I mean, how many, how many other kickers are on the roster? So they have one kicker and one punter on the active roster. Now, depending on the team, they will have a backup on their practice squad. But essentially, there are only 32 jobs in the world, and there's probably you know, another 32 kickers out there that are ready-made NFL kickers, but they just haven't had that opportunity. But when... You know, you generally make a change or you have a, a backup plan. You have kickers and punters on a on a list that you can call on if something was to happen to your incumbent. But when it comes to form, they bring kickers in all the time. I would no doubt on Tuesday of this week, just gone, that the Cowboys would have brought in four kickers off the street to work on what is their backup plan in case Brett Maher has another shocker, which he's, he's done nothing to, uh, to quell... Those uh, those workouts that the Cowboys probably would have had. I don't think they'll make a change, though, Jules, um, especially during the playoffs. It's been a Ben Graham uh, for Neds. Whatever you bet on, take it to the Neds level. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. So it's tight in this one, uh, putting your prediction hat on. Who, who gets over the line here? Well, if both teams play at their very best, the 49ers win. But if for some reason Brock Purdy in his seventh start um, shows and makes some rookie errors, if the de- defence as a, it gives up a few more yards, I mean, they're second against the run. Their defence has been phenomenal, really, and their offence has been even better since Brock Purdy came on board. For the Cowboys, if they play at their best, like they did against the Buccaneers, then they're every chance to win. But given Dak Prescott's already thrown an interception, their defence is the unit that has come to play against his 49ers offence, only holding them to the two field goals thus far. But I think on the balance of things, the form that the 49ers have brought in, the weapons that they've got on offence and defence, if they can stop the Cowboys from running the football, I think they'll win by a field goal. And I hope it's not because Brett Maher misses. <laughs> oh, we'll all be thinking of Brett Maher if it gets uh, tight in this game. Just before I let you go, Ben, uh, going ahead to next week, we don't know who the second matchup is. The Eagles play the winner of this game. You touched on it before. The Bengals and the Chiefs have played two outstanding games the last two. Um, who do you like next week? Well, oh, I've always liked the Chiefs. Of mid-season, I think that what they've shown without Tyreek Hill, they've got diversity from a running back perspective. If there's one play that summed the Chiefs up where I think that they can win it all is 
They were third and long, and Pacheco, the running rookie running back for the Chiefs, he got the ball in traffic, he bounced to the outside, he turned on the Jets, and he ran 39 yards for a first down and out of bounds to stop the clock in a, in a critical time against the Jags. I do like the Chiefs, but we know that Joe Burrow breaks hearts. We saw it last year. I know they fell short in the Super Bowl, but they look as ready as any team. So that's going to be a sensational matchup. I think the Chiefs will just win in a high-scoring sort of shootout. Um, I think the Eagles will beat the Cowboys if that's the NFC Championship game, but I think the 49ers might get the Eagles if the 49ers are able to get over the Cowboys today. But either way, two great matchups to look forward to. Ben, uh, thanks for your time. Enjoy the rest of the game today, and uh, we can't wait for next week already. We'll talk to you next Monday. Thanks, Jules. Benny Graham for Neds. Whatever you bet on, take it to the Neds level.